Hey friend, welcome to the Called and Confident podcast where you will find strategies and solutions to discover your calling, get unstuck, and move in the direction that God is leading you. I'm Shayla and for many years I struggled doing all of the things, but still wondered what was my true purpose. I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it just didn't feel like it was all coming together or making the impact that I had expected. I just felt like there was still so much more. Have you been feeling stuck in life and wondering if God has forgotten about you? If so, I can totally relate. My mission is to help you take action on your God-given assignment so you can confidently live healthy, healed, and whole. If you're ready to say yes to your calling and start moving forward, then you're in the right place. Girl, it's time for a little sister chat. You grab the popcorn, I'll grab the peanut M&Ms and meet me on the couch. Let's get started. about confidently walking in your calling. What does that really look like? How do you go about that? And so many things they've already said and already shared, and it's just going to align so beautifully. But I want to leave this uh, with you today. So when we're talking about cultivating uh, a life where you can walk confidently in all that God has created you to do, one of the first things you're going to have to do is cultivate a lifestyle. And what does that mean? That's That's a consecrated life unto God. That's a life where you are increasing the level of prayer. You're increasing the things that you do. You're increasing your time apart and away from everybody else. And so as you begin to cultivate a lifestyle, you will come into your call. So there are a lot of things that we did in the past. There are a lot of things that we prefer to do. There are always things that our flesh would rather do. The, the flesh is going to fight you. Whenever God is calling you to the next level, whenever God is calling you to come up higher, your flesh is going to push back against that. Your flesh is going to say, I don't feel like fasting. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like. So don't, don't be deceived. Don't think that walking in your calling or developing a relationship with God means that your flesh is going to line up. It's absolutely not going to line up. Your flesh is going to give you a lot of pushback. So whenever God is calling you to do things, your flesh is going to push against that and say, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. But as you as you live a consecrated life unto God, as you begin to say, God, make me low before you. As you begin to say, God, flatten my flesh. God, I avail myself to you all the more. God is going to take you further and further into that calling. Flatten my flesh. God, get me out of the way. God, crucify this flesh. This flesh in me is screaming to do what it wants to do. But God, I know you are greater. I know you are bigger. I know you are more powerful. So God, I need you to get this flesh out of the way. God, I need you to settle my soul. Because sometimes you think, well, I'm not dealing with a lot of fleshly issues, but then that soul is probably screaming. So then we have to get God to settle our soul. What's the soul? The mind, the will, the emotions. God, settle my mind. God, get my emotions under control. So as we begin to cultivate a lifestyle, God begins to pull us in. He begins to straighten us out. And we can begin to move forward confidently in the calling that he has for us. Esther 4.14 says, yet. Who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And I truly believe that God brought you here today for such a time as this. There is work that God has for you to do in the kingdom. 
There is things that he is trusting you to do, things he is trusting you to carry forth, things that only you can do in the earth realm. And you were brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. God saved you when he knew you in, the, in your mother's womb. God knew that he had this call in your life. He knew he had this plan for you. He knew he had this trajectory for you. And God knew that it would get ugly. It would get a little messy. Things would get a little muddled up. God knew all of that. So you don't have to be concerned with any of that. But our responsibility is to do our best to cultivate a lifestyle of prayer, cultivate a consecrated life. So while the gifts and the gifts will operate, however you choose to live, in most cases, the gifts still operate. That's why you can see people doing whatever they want to do, living however they want to live, and they can get up and still preach, or they can get up and do this and do that. And so it, it can work that way, but who wants to do that? We want to be as pure a vessel as possible for God to use, a pure as vessel as possible so God can flow through you. So that doesn't mean we never mess up. We all mess up. That just means we do our best to get it in order as quick as possible. We're constantly saying, God, cleanse me. Purify me, God. Make me white as, uh, as hyssop. God, purge me, Father. There's stuff in me that's not pleasing to you, and I need you to get it out. And so before Esther was presented to the king and the other women, the Bible tells us in Esther 2.12, that before a young woman, uh, before her, work, her turn came to go in to see King Xerxes because he was looking for a wife, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women, six months with oil of, myr of myrrh, and six um, with perfume and cosmetics. So there is a preparation season. There's a preparation phase. And so sometimes we feel like, how in the world can God use me? I'm a mess. My life is filth. I've been through this. I've been through that. I did this. I did that. I don't really want anybody to know about that. So we have all these things, but there is a season of preparation. There's a season of sanctification and purification. Sanctification meaning there is a process that God is taking us all through to get us to look as close to Christ as possible. Purification, he's purifying us. He's making us less flesh, more spirit, more like him. So there's a process. There's a lifestyle that we have to be willing to yield to in order to fully walk out the call. So God can do what he's going to do with your life and through your life, but we want to be as cooperative in the process as possible. We want to get as much of us out of the way as possible so that God has a pure vessel to work through and flow through. And so that's our, it's our option. We have the option. We can say, I don't want to do that. I want to do what I want to do. And that's, that's always up to us. Now God's probably not going to leave you alone. He's going to keep pressing on you to get you to do what he's calling you to do because God has work for you to do. There's things that he has that only you can accomplish. There are people, literally people waiting in the balance for you to do what God called you to do. There are people somewhere on the earth, stuck, bound, locked up somewhere in a situation because they're waiting for you to tell your story somewhere. So we all have an obligation, obligation in the body of Christ to get ourselves together as much as possible through Christ so that we can do what we need to do, what we're called to do so that we can bless others, so we can support others, so we can reach a hand back and pull out another sister, to reach a hand back and say, I know exactly where you are because I've been there. Take my hand. Let me help you. Let me support you. Let me tell you what worked for me to get out of that mess. And so that is what it looks like as we're on this path to walking confidently in our calling, we have to first decide to uh, cultivate a lifestyle. 
If you want to make an impact and live out your purpose, you've probably heard that you must have money and popularity, and that's simply not true. Everything that you need to fulfill your calling is already on the inside of you. You just need to learn how to activate those gifts and start dreaming again. And that's why I want to invite you to join me inside the Called and Confident Accelerator. In just four short weeks, you will walk away from the Called and Confident Accelerator with personalized assessment results to put you on the right path biblical context for your calling through a Bible reading plan, resources to get additional training for your specific calling, and action steps compiled into a customized plan to launch you into your calling work. In addition, you'll have access to work with me one-on-one -on -one each and every week. We can meet up, we can discuss what's going on, what you're learning, what questions you might have, what needs or struggles you're going through, because I wanna help you, I wanna support you on this journey. So to learn more and to join the Called and Confident Accelerator, go to shaylahilton.com, click Accelerator at the top, or click the link in the show notes. The second thing we have to do is commit and course correct. Commit and course correct. Uh, Psalms 37, 23 um, says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every details, uh, detail of their lives. So we first and foremost have to commit. We have to commit to the calling. We have to commit to what God has called us to do. And you might not be fully comfortable with it. You might not really understand what it looks like. It might seem overwhelming. It might seem like a bit too much. You might want to say, well, hold on, God. I don't know about all of that, but you need to commit today to walk in the calling that God has for you. You got to commit on today that you know what, God, I don't understand it. I don't understand the pieces of it. I don't understand how in the world I'm going to get there from where I am today, but I am committing God to walk with you. I'm committing to confidently throw my confidence in you, God, and walk along this path to get to all that you have for me. So we have to commit first, and then we have to be willing to course correct. Because many times, this is where, this is where I struggle. So this is how it works for me. God gives me an idea or he shows me something. I'm like, oh, okay, great. And because I'm a doer, I like to like take off in a full sprint. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's get it done. And then I get very frustrated along the way because I'm like, now God, it's not doing what you said it was going to do. It's not, nothing's happening. Uh, this isn't working. It's not coming together. What is going on? So many times I have gotten ahead of God. God may be showing me something way down the line and I have gotten ahead of him in my excitement, in my energy, in my enthusiasm about it. And then when I don't see it unfolding, I get very frustrated. And I'm like, God, what is this? You said, you told me to do this. You told me to blah, blah, blah. And so many times God has had to reel me in, say, Shayla, bring it in, bring it in. I didn't tell you to take off yet, or I didn't tell you to do that yet. So many times God has had to teach me how to course correct. God has had to teach me to calm down and sit down somewhere and wait for him to give me the instructions to walk it out. And many times I have started along the path that I know God told me to do. And along the path somewhere, he said, we're going we're gonna to do this now. We're going to go this way now. And I had to lay down the thing or lay down the thing we were working on or lay down the thing I know he told me to do. And I had to lay it down right where it was and course correct with him and go another way. And so that's very uncomfortable, but we have to get to a place where we are committed and comfortable enough to course correct when he calls us to do so. We have to get to the place in God where we trust him so much that he can say, I need you to leave from here and go there. 
And if you remember the story of Abraham, Abraham, he told him, leave this place and go to a place that I will show you. He didn't even know where he was going. He didn't even give him any more than that. And many times God will do us that way as he, as he's working on our trust with him, as he's working on perfecting us in him, he'll say, leave this and go there. Don't do this and do that. Put that down and move over here. Stop that and start this. And that is very, very uncomfortable. But I believe many of you are in a place today where God is calling you to course correct. I believe you're in a place today where you have been doing the will of God. You have been doing what he called you to do and, and it's no longer bearing fruit. And God is saying, lay that down. We're now going this way. Lay that down. We're now going to do this. I remember when Elijah was laying by the brook and the brook dried up. God had the ravens bringing him food each day and all was well. And then the brook dried up. God was saying to him, lay that down. We're no longer doing that. We're now doing this. And so many times God is calling us to course correct. And as God calls you to course correct, you just have to go with it. That's what I've learned about God. We have to obey him and we have to just go with the plan. We have to go with the flow of the spirit. The Holy Spirit moves and flows and we have to ebb and flow with him or we're going to be left behind or we're going to be left in a stuck place, very confused. So my prayer for you today is that you will truly, truly commit to your calling, whether you know what it is, whether you understand it or whether you have no clue. My prayer for you today is that you will commit to your calling and then that you will be willing to course correct as God leads you. As God leads you and shifts you and turns you and moves you and makes you feel very uncomfortable. My prayer for you today is that you will will, you will yield to Holy Ghost. My prayer for you today is that you will not resist him, but you will surrender to the will of God. My prayer for you today is that you will give, you will give of yourself and say, God, I don't know what you're doing. God, I don't like it. God, it is uncomfortable and I am unhappy, but I yield. God, I lay it down before you. That is my prayer for you on today, that as God continues to unfold your calling before you, as he continues to show you what he is doing and where he is taking you, my prayer for you on today is that you will surrender to his will. Our, it's easy to have our will and we have our will and we have our plans and we have our desires and we have our goals. But my prayer for you today is that you'll yield to his will over yours. You may have a plan. You may have a beautiful business plan and you already wrote it out and you've already been working on the things and you already bought the domain and you already did this and that, and you already talked to a website designer, and you did this, that, and other. But I hear God saying to you today, we're about to course correct, and you got to be okay with that. I hear God calling you to course correct on today, and he's saying, that's not it, it's this. We're going to go over here, and we're going to do this. We're going to use this. We're going to still do the business, but it's going to be a totally different way. And when you yield to him, when you submit to his will, when you surrender, it's going to be a very fruitful situation. I see your business being extremely, extremely fruitful, but not until you yield, not until you lay down your plan. So I'm believing on today that you're going to commit to your calling and you are going to be willing to course correct as the Holy Ghost directs, okay? And the third thing, if we're going to truly confidently walk in our calling, we're going to have to courageously contend. We're going to have to con courageously contend. Now, what does contend mean? Contend is a struggle, a wrestle, a fight. 
So whenever there is a call on your life, trust and belief, I'm telling you what I know, you're going to have to contend with the devil. You're going to have to contend because the devil is coming for everything God called you to do. The devil is coming for your calling. He is coming for your identity. He is coming for the things that God has given you, blessed you with, called you to, and called you to do. So whenever there is a call on your life, trust and believe there is going to be a struggle. There's going to be a tussle because the enemy doesn't want you to do what God has called you to do. So in the contending, you're going to have to courageously contend. That means you are going to be tired of fighting. You're going to be tired of waiting. You're going to be tired of not seeing anything happen or move or shake in your life, but you're going to have to be determined to courageously contend for that thing. So there are going to be times when you can't even get yourself up out of the bed. There are going to be days when you can't even move forward. There are going to be days when you don't feel like it. There's going to be days when you question God and you're going to say, God, have you forgotten about me? God, did I do something wrong? God, did I offend you? God, is there secret sin in my life? God, what have I done that has made you abandon me? That's how you're going to feel. And on those days, you're going to have to courageously contend for the things that God has called you to. You're going to have to courageously contend for your calling. You're going to have to know that in the midst of the devil fighting you, in the midst of the devil telling you all these ridiculous things, but it sounds very, very reasonable in the moment, all of those things that you are battling in your mind, all of the you're not good enough, you're not really called, why would God use you? God doesn't really love you. God has so many other children he can use. The way you messed up, why would he use you? The way you act, why would anybody listen to you? Nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody wants to see you. Nobody wants to work with you. You're going to have to work through all of that. And while all of that foolishness is going on, you're going to have to courageously contend for your calling. You're going to have to shut the devil down and shut him up. And you're going to have to say, no, I know what God said. No, I know that God called me. No, I know that God created me. I know God is taking me along a path. I know that God is doing something in my life. I know that God is creating something new out of my life. I know that I have done the best I could do. I know that I have laid it down the best I could and I'm trusting and believing that God is taking me somewhere. I might not see it today. I might not feel it. It might not look like it. It might be a complete and utter mess in my life right now, but I'm going to courageously contend for all that God has shown me, for all that God has called me to. We have to make that decision. I love Isaiah 54, one and four, because it says, sing barren woman, you who never bore a child burst into song, shout for joy. You who were never in labor because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Do not be afraid. This is my favorite part. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. I love the part where it says, do not be afraid. 
you will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. Many times when we are preparing to confidently walk in our calling, you there is a lot of fear around walk, stepping into your calling. There's a lot of fear around discovering who God called you to be. There's a lot of fear because there's so much unknown. You have no idea what you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing. You have no idea if anybody will show up. You have no idea if anybody will support it. You have no idea if anybody will connect to it. You have no idea if anybody will be blessed by it. So it's really, really scary. But Isaiah 54 says, do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. I love that part so much because God is promising us that when we confidently step into our calling beyond anything that we are experiencing, God is saying, do not, you will not be put to shame. I will not let you be humiliated. When you trust me, when you move with me, when you flow with me, when you do what I'm calling you to do, when you step forward, when you press forward, you will not be put to shame. You will not be humiliated. I hear you today because I've been there myself many times. I hear you in the realm of the spirit saying, but God, I would do it, but I do not want to be embarrassed. God, please don't have me out here in front of all these people looking crazy when I did what you told me to do. I hear the spirit of the Lord on today saying, do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. He said, do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. God is telling you today, when you do what I told you to do, when you do what I called you to do, when you get up and start moving, you will not be put to shame. God's saying, I would not leave you out there looking crazy. I will not have you out there by yourself. God said, I got your back. I'm moving in you, I'm moving through you, and I'm flowing with you. The Holy Ghost is leading you into all truth. And I hear somebody saying, well, I would do it, but I don't know what to say. The Bible says, God, I'm going to open my mouth and I need you to fill it. That means I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. I don't really know what to do. But the Bible says when you open your mouth, God will fill it. He will give you the words to say. He will tell you what to do. He will show you what to do. He will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit leads you into all truth. So my prayer for you today, as you confidently walk in your calling, is that you will begin to cultivate a lifestyle. And you probably have already done that. A lifestyle of prayer, of fasting, of repentance, of turning away, turning back, moving forward, moving deeper into the things of God, moving higher in the realm of the spirit. All of that happens when you cultivate a lifestyle in an intimate relationship with God. My prayer for you today is that you would commit and course correct when needed. You would commit to your calling on today, and then you would allow the Holy Ghost to course correct and lead you as needed. And then my prayer for you today is when times get tough, because they will, when it gets hard, when it gets heavy, when you get frustrated, when you are in a corner crying, when it's the midnight hour and you feel all alone and you're crying about the thing that God called you to do. My prayer for you today is that you would courageously contend, that you would fight, that you would fight that you would fight in the realm of the spirit, that you would fight and back the devil up off of you and off of your calling. And so that is my prayer today, that as God begins to lead you forward in your calling, that as he moves you out into the deep things of God, that you would make it, you will make it, and you will carry the fullness of all that God has created and called you to do.
So I'm trusting and believing on today that God is doing major things in your life. I'm trusting and believing that God is shifting you and moving you forward. I'm trusting and believing that God is uh, taking you into the deep things with him and that God is just beginning to do a new and fresh thing with you. All right, sis, I know you have to get back to your day, but I hope this was helpful and I pray it blessed you tremendously. Before you go, can you leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share this with another sister who is ready to confidently walk in her calling? Oh, and don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you and I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Just remember, God's got it and God's got you. Talk to you soon.